Hello, welcome to another episode of LSE Reactions. This one, Fulham versus Liverpool in the Premier League. Yes, um, after what happened on Wednesday with the friendly game, um, friendly game slash Champions League game against FC Midland, once again, it was back to Premier League duties with um, the focus being on Fulham today. Um, unfortunately, there's been some major news that's happened between the end of the last podcast and the start of uh, the game that we saw today. If you haven't heard already, Diogo Jota picked up a knee injury against Midgillen, which means he's out for six to eight weeks. Yes, another injury. Who would have thought? Who would have thought another injury once again? Um... It's very demoralising at this point. You get players that return from injury and then you get players that get injured again. So it's like one step forward, two steps back and Diogo Jota's been scoring crucial goals for Liverpool this season. To miss him for eight weeks, he was the reason why some games were either going to be decided by one point or three points. Do you know what I'm saying? That's the influence Jota had. And I'm devastated because this could have been prevented. We didn't have to play Jota at all in this game. If he got injured in a meaningful game, fair enough. But getting injured in a meaningless game, it it, it, go, it falls onto Klopp. I am sorry, it falls onto Klopp. But I'm going to I'ma get into that later. You're all here to find out. Um, my reaction to Fulham versus Liverpool. Um, we know Fulham. They had a really shaky start in the Premier League, but um, the the build up for this game, you would have thought it would be a formality for Liverpool to win. But historically, Liverpool away from home never make it easy when we play Fulham away. It's always the odd penalty decider, or. We always have to grind really hard to beat Fulham. Um, the only time I remember us beating Fulham away convincingly was when Sturridge got a hat-trick. And that was seven years ago. So, um, yeah, so we were dealing with that today. Let's get into the lineup. In goal, you had Alisson, left-back Robertson, centre-backs Fabinho, Matip, right-back Trent Alexander-Arnold, your midfield three, Hendo, Genie. Curtis Jones and your usual front three, Bobby, Salah, Mane up front. So on paper, yes, very strong team. Arguably the strongest team we could have put out um, because of the injury crisis ongoing. Um, Alisson, great to see that he's come back. Um, He had a little um, hamstring problem or whatever. Um, Don't get me wrong, Keller here done... Excellent in his place, keeping clean sheets in the Champions League and in the Premier League. Um, so, bless him. Bless him for filling in, doing amazingly well. And he also kept his spot as the number two keeper. Adrian was not in the squad for today's game. So, it just goes to show the it goes to shows that Jurgen Klopp really trusts in Kelleher. Um but yes, also, obviously, it was great to have Alisson back. The usual back four. Robertson starting, no surprise. 
Fabinho Matic, it's good to see that they're still fit. Do they last the 90 minutes? We'll get into that. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, runs again, building up fitness after coming back from injury, fair enough. Hendo Genie kind of got the rest on um, Wednesday. Curtis Jones was rested completely, so he comes back in. Um, and the usual fight, free out fight. So, no. So, on paper, there was no excuses. Um, on the bench, however, you'd have thought Cato would be on the bench, but he wasn't. Again, he's got another fitness issue. Um, I don't know what keeps happening to Cato. He played on Wednesday, so you'd have thought he'd at least make the bench, but you didn't hear from him. Um, but Chamberlain, he's back from injury, but he only made the bench for this game. Um, we'll get into that as well. Uh, and yeah, the, generally we had a couple of academy players on the bench, but it wasn't a strong bench because of this. Oh, oh, and once again, I have to keep mentioning the injury crisis. But let's get into the game. Um, the game starts now in the first half and... My God. All I have to say was... Liverpool... Non-existent. Non-existent. When I say non-existent as in... Remember that Aston Villa game? It was shades of that. Where you didn't see any fight in the players at all. Fulham, much better with the ball in possession. Much better with creating chances. Much better with winning those aerial duels. Winning the second balls. Fulham were first and hungrier to everything in that whole first half. But especially the first 20 minutes. The first... Liverpool just couldn't get going because Fulham... Didn't allow Liverpool to breathe. Um, constant chances as well from Fulham. Um, Allison kept us in the game very. He was the, he was very busy. Fulham had two half chances. Allison had to be alert to make these crucial saves, and there were times where Liverpool were getting cut open very easily. The midfield was non-existent. Um, Wijnaldum went gone gone back to that typical away anonymous incognito performance where he just wasn't prevalent. Henderson was pinging balls to no one. Um, Curtis Jones, it felt like it was one of those games for him where he was just overwhelmed by the occasion, overwhelmed by the 2,000 Fulham fans. And yes, fans do make the difference. It was only 2,000 out there. But it felt like 10,000 and Liverpool were feeling the pressure, de- definitely feeling the pressure. Um, we were quite unfortunate. We were quite, sorry, we were quite fortunate to still be kind of in the game. Um, there was a key moment, 17th minute, I believe. Fabinho makes a tackle inside the box on this Fulham defender. It appears that he wins the ball because the referee calls for a corner. But then there's a delay in the corner being taken. Um, so then it goes to the VAR referee. Constantly watching to see whether Fabinho actually won this ball. And they were reviewing this for about a minute and a half. And then they told the referee to go have a look in the monitor. 
And then when you when you hear that, it usually means, oh no, they're gonna blow for a penalty. But the referee had to look. He looked at it intensely for about thirty seconds. So then it was two minutes of reviewing. The referee sticks to his decision. Thankfully, sticks to his decision. Thank God. If it wasn't clear and obvious, it's not a penalty. It's not a penalty, and that's what that's how it should be. With all these VAR decisions, if it takes too long to work out whether it's a penalty or not, it's not a penalty. Shout out to the referee this time round who got it right. Um, but yeah, Fulham take the corner anyway. We clear it. Um, then a second ball's whipped in. Mo Salah kind of gets nudged, but I don't think it was enough for us to call a foul. Um, one of the one of the Fulham players passes to this. I don't even know his name. Bobby something. He shoots. It goes past Allison into the net. 1-0 to Fulham. And Fulham definitely deserved it. They definitely deserved to be in the game. Um, Definitely deserved to be ahead. Liverpool just didn't show anything to show that they should be getting the one up on Fulham. And Scott Parker, fair play to him. He completely bamboozled Liverpool and his tactics today uh, in the first half. Um... In terms of after how we react to it, we still reacted fairly poorly. Firmino having to drop in midfield to create something. is We're doing all that typical spamming crushes, spamming long ball nonsense into no one because front three gets service. Sadio Mane, he's out of form. Today, he looked out of form even more. Um, just the, nothing was going for him. And once again, Mo Salah was starved of service. Um, it took until like the 40th minute where Salah was on the ball. He got on the turn. He turns this defender, but he snapshots at it and the ball goes wide. And yeah, the mid, everyone, ev- the only player that could hold their heads up high in that first half was Allison. The whole back four, terrible. Whole midfield, non-existent. And the whole front three, just wasn't good enough or starved of service. And Fulham did everything right by showing the fight to show that they deserve to be ahead. Um, and then the second half starts now and a substitution is made. Joe Matip, what do you think happened to him? Mr. I am so injury prone. He has to come off. Apparently he had a sore back so he couldn't continue. Minamino comes on, which means Jordan Henderson slots in at centre-back with Fabinho. That's the situation we're dealing with now. We're so deprived of squad depth that Henderson has to play centre-back with Fabinho. The last time you saw that kind of thing happen was the Club World Cup. Was the Club World Cup where we we had to go away to win the Club World Cup. Um... Rilo comes on. I still see nothing from this guy. He doesn't pose any threat. Um, Liverpool do get more of the possession though. We were kind of trying to do this sideways backwards. Finding a way to try and break down Fulham. Curtis Jones finally grows into the game. He finally tries to gain more possession of the ball. And he does. He tries to gain. He gains more confidence. But again, it's back to Trent spamming crosses and it was everything was either over hit or nothing was falling to us. 
Nothing was falling to us. Um, and then the key moment, 60th minute. Um, again, another a moment for Liverpool trying to spam the ball in. Fulham try to clear their lines. Ball falls to Firmino. Then it falls to Minamino. Then the ball is played in through to Jordan Henderson. He's got a clear-cut chance one-on-one with this keeper. And then he shoots straight at Areola, the Fulham goalkeeper. And he is a comfortable save. And that really was frustrating. Um, Henderson should have scored. You're captain. You're the one to dig us out the crunches. When on our backs against the wall against us. And he faltered. He faltered. It was disappointing to see. Um... And then it was just about Fulham digging deep. And they were showing that we're digging, they were digging deep by cutting out our chances. Um, second substitution happens. Trent Alexander-Arnold comes off. It's not a niggle. I just probably reckon Klopp has got the Spurs game in the back of his mind. I'm going to get into that Spurs game in a little bit. Um, Nico Williams comes on. And... Uh, yeah, we just had, again, more of our backs against the wall. Um, but we, uh, I, I keep saying his name. He wasn't showing me anything. But neither was Genie. It was a very disjointed midfield. Um, so it's one of those ones where you're like, you're either getting nothing or by the most miraculous of luck, a goal might happen. Um... And then we, and then um, a con- a key moment happens, a free kick. I'd say seventy six minute. No Trent Alexander Arnold, of course. Um, Curtis Jones done well to one win this free kick. He was the one making stuff happen, if anything. So I can't be too harsh on Curtis Jones second half because he grew out of his shell. Um, we win this free kick. Genie takes it, it hits the wall, but it hits one of the player's arms as the player turns. And the player's in the box, by the way. So referee blows for a penalty. A, a lifeline for Liverpool. Mohamed Salah takes this penalty. And it wasn't the most convincing penalty. But somehow it beat this Fulham keeper and Liverpool equalised to make it 1-1. Um, I wasn't happy. The way the way the, the Mo Salah was really lucky to score that goal, and then final substitution, Origi comes on. Mo Salah comes off. Again, I think he's got the Spurs game in the back of his mind. Um, and yeah, and Origi does nothing. I don't remember him. If anything, he was being more of a nuisance for our build-up play. He was trying to win headers, trying to. Get on the ball, but it just wasn't clicking. Um, and Minamino, I don't know what this guy is meant to do. I just don't think he's good enough to play at the level that we require him of. And I would have liked to seen Oxley Chamberlain come on. If he was going to be on the bench, why not have the final substitution be Oxley Chamberlain comes on for Salah and then you push Minamino up higher and you play Ox in midfield. To play that final 5-10 minutes. Because if he was fit enough to be in the bench. He's fit enough to play that little 5-10 minutes. To try and influence the game. To try and help us win the game. 
Um, Curtis Jones did an amazing run, by the way, in his own half. Dribbles past three Fulham players, gets to the edge of the box. Unfortunately, he shoots straight at the keeper. I think fatigue kicked in, but if this goal went in, he would have been... It would have been goal of the month, goal of the season, potentially. That's how, that's how beautiful this build-up play was. The way he was dribbling past all the players, all these Fulham players. Um, but Fulham dig deep. Um, and Liverpool keep knocking at the door, but there's no answer. And overall, the game ends 1-1. I have to be honest, Liverpool didn't deserve anything. We didn't deserve to win. We didn't even deserve to draw. But by some miraculous decision by the football gods, they decided we get at least one point. Which is annoying because Liverpool could have been top of the league. Um, if you didn't hear, Crystal Palace versus Tottenham ended 1-1. Which meant Liverpool had the chance to go top of the league if they had beaten Fulham away. Um, and we know historically, when Liverpool want to contend for the title... And it's Fulham away. It's never an easy game. And this was one of those games where I think squad depth let us down. Um, if if Jota could have come on, I believe we could have got something more than one point. We wouldn't have seen Origi come on. Um, Matip injury. I am now scared. Is he going to be fit for the Spurs game? I wish... But I don't think he's going to be fit enough. And we need him for the Liverpool Spurs game. Because this is a title decider. It's now a title decider. If Liverpool won that game today. It forces Mourinho to not park the bus and do the counter-attacking. But now the game is in the balance. Because we're joint top of the league. With Tottenham still. And it's 12 games in. And that's not the position you want to be in. Yeah, The only advantage is... Liverpool at home, whereas at Anfield, we got the fans behind us. So it might spur us on a little more. Um, and yeah, and, that, and hopefully we do get something Wednesday. Because today was the second worst performance I've seen after Aston Villa. And Liverpool still haven't won away from home since Chelsea. And that was in September. We are now in December. And we've only won... We've only won one away game. I believe. Oh, we, are, oh, we haven't won an away game since the Chelsea game. Yes, you could say VAR messed us up with Everton and Brighton. But... The statistics still say that... This is a... Who do we need to get rid of? And... Now the game is finally poised in a balance. Wednesday is going to be the most nerve-wracking game of the season. Because Tottenham at home is never easy anyway. Last season, we had to fight for a 2-1 win. The year before that, we had to get a fortuitous away goal. A, a, a fortuitous, sorry, a fortuitous um, own goal from Tottenham to get that 2-1 win. So both games have been 2-1 win. I expect... To, to be maybe another one goal decider um, and yeah that's what we have in that's what we have to look forward to on Wednesday so in terms of man of the match I'm going to give it to Alisson 
because he kept us in the game in the first half, creating, making so many saves. It could have been 3-0 Fulham. It could have been 4-1 Fulham. That first half was frightening. Um, but thank God we got away with something. Uh, yeah, it's back to the drawing board for Liverpool and we have to put those wrongs right on Wednesday. And if we come away with a win on Wednesday, then we'll forget. We'll, this Fulham game will be easily forgettable. But right now, with this injury crisis in this pandemic season, it's not easy at all. It, this is not an easy situation to be in. Um, again, we suffered the loss of Jota, so he's gone. He's not even going to play any Christmas game. Um, it's terrible. These are the games where we need all our players. So it means in January, I would not be surprised if Klopp doesn't make at least two signings. Because we are down centre-backs. Henderson playing centre-back is a cause for concern. We're now missing Jota. So it's basically last season. We're back to 1920. All of our signings are injured. And I also forgot to mention, Tomiscus is injured for six to eight weeks as well. So everyone is carrying... All of our signings are carrying long-term injuries at the minute. And we're back to the squad depth that we had last season. Having to bring on Minamino, having to bring on Origi. And it's back to this worrying form. We need to... We it, it, it's, it's concerning, but the January transfer window is next month. We, signings have to be made and we have to build upon our squad depth absolutely so yeah thank you guys for listening to LSU reactions um this time i have kept it just under half an hour long um just over 20 minutes as well i have i have not too much to say really hopefully we bounce back we re, we we pattern we we fix all these problems that we had um and put them right put them to bed in that table clash um t- table i'm waffling sorry in that um title contending clash title decider potentially against tottenham hospital so let's see how that goes i will review that game wednesday night um thank you guys for listening to lse reactions like share subscribe and tune in next time thank you